This week on the BAMCast, this cat's already in the bags. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 175. Wow, that's a lot of numbers for a podcast. It's a monumental episode. <laughs> sure. It's multiple of 25. Of course it is. Yeah, I get it. Hooray. Right. So I'm Harlow. <laughs> I'm Becky. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every animated episode of the BAMCast is we go ahead and we... We watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie, and then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. Mm-hmm. And then they get ratings. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yeah! All right. Woo. Or, if it's a bad bad movie, as in stay away, it's a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Oh. oh. So, to continue animation. 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 Movie number two is 1997's Cats Don't Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to state for fact-checking purposes. Uh-huh. Cats do dance. Right. That's Within all the first they do 30 seconds, yeah. 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 But first, first. I mean, in the in the plot summary, we will, we will reveal secrets. Oh. Because here it comes. <gasps> Ooh. Danny, an ambitious singing, dancing cat, goes to Hollywood and overcomes several obstacles to fulfill his dream of becoming a movie star. And that's all I'm going to read. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. right. Yeah, they they dance. Yep. Oh, the they lies. dance. Totally lies. And there's nobody that ever says, oh, cats don't dance. No nope. one says it. Nope. I was so angry. So voices. Five bags. Voices in this movie. Let's start there. Mm. Okay. okay. Danny, the said title cat who does, in fact, dance. Yeah. Is Scott Bakula. Hooray. Bakula. Yeah. Scott Catula. <laughs> Star Trek Enterprises, Scott Bakula. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cat Bakula. He was cat. No, wait. Lord of Scat Illusions Bacula. owns right. Scott Bakula. In... That's even better. Uh, rounding out the cast, we also have Jasmine Guy. Hey, it's a different world. It is a different world. Oh, Where that's who that was? Unless, of course, she's singing, in which case it's their singing voice is Natalie Cole. Right. Right. Because, yeah. Um, then there's some other people that show up along the way, including, I'm skipping a few, Kathy and Jimmy, Sister Act 2's Kathy and Jimmy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Jonathan Reese davies Jonathan Reese davies J- John Reese davies I believe, I am on a full name basis with <laughs> oh. him. Oh. Cyborg Cop's own yeah. John Reese davies I, I call him Jonathan. John we're, well, we're that way. That makes me think you're saying Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> that's totally different. And <laughs> Just that's the animal, or that's Lion King. Oh. Uh, also, we have George Kennedy, Renee Abergeois. Uh-huh. Ooh, a double trekker. <laughs> yeah. Hal Holbrook, Don Knotts, uh, and other people. Hey, and Frank Welker. Frank Welker. Yeah. So I don't even know which character If it's that animated, is. Frank Welker is probably a <laughs> Any boy. background yeah, noises. <laughs> yeah. So, Frank Welker. And yeah. Mark Dindle. Mark Dindle? Mark Dindle. He was the taxi driver in uh, Scrooge. Isn't he the governor oh. of Louisiana? <laughs> Wait, what? No, oh. hold on. Both of you, no. It's <laughs> Kanye West, dumbass. <laughs> What's happening? No. I don't even know what's <laughs> happening right now. Mark Tindall's the director. Is that who we're... Yes. Or no, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm Not Buster David Point Johansson. Dexter. David Johansson. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Okay. Mark Tindall's director. Yeah. I, I got techie names. <sighs> I was looking at the IMDb. I was like, wait, that doesn't oh, sound right either. No. But no, David Johansson from uh, the cab driver from Scrooge. Who they kind of make look like him, but not a lot. He eats He's a still holding uh, the Buster Point Dexter, right? Yeah. From, from Scrooge. Right. Same person. Yeah. David Johansson. Is it really? That's yeah. like his real yeah. name. Buster Poindexter is his stage name. Sorry. 
I didn't know this. Ooh, so hot. No, we just educated you. Okay. How are you feeling? Uh, feeling like dancing, like cats. Okay. So, this movie. Yep. Mark Dindle. Uh, mm-hmm. Put out by Warner Brothers. Yes. They were high on their, <clears throat> hey, we made Batman the Animated <laughs> Series. We made Tiny Toons, and, well, still we're making Tiny Toons and Animaniacs. And they're like, hey. Yeah. Let's make an animated feature. This is actually well, the yeah. first and last animated movie that Turner Animation Studios made. Okay. They got absorbed by yeah, Warner Brothers Animation. Yeah, they were Brothers bought Animation. by Warner Brothers. Okay. Like, yeah. as... Was it before? Was it during the making of this, or just after? Probably like, during post production or something. Yeah, just some like, point. hey, we don't need another animated division. Let's just put all you guys to work at Warner Brothers Animation. So, yeah, sure, yeah, but it's, it, it's very much a Turner product. Okay, all right. Either I'm way. just saying, a lot of it looks, a lot of it looks and feels like they were trying to make a Tiny Toons episode. Yeah, into yes. a full length movie. In the in the pacing, it's just the thing about that is like those people understood comedy and the comedy was also relevant to the time. Whereas this movie feels like a modern movie made that was supposed to come out in the fifties. Like it was almost supposed to be like an original Looney Tunes thing. Yeah. Because all the jokes and all the references are forties, thirties, thirties and forties movies pretty Mm -hmm. much. So even a couple movies from the twenties and 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 all the actors and like, likenesses that they use yeah. which they use by name for a lot of them yeah i are mean it, basically it, like late 30s early 40s it's like those stars. those one or two looney tunes episodes where it's just bugs bunny as a waiter and he's waiting on all the famous people right. and that's basically what this movie is basically is just like here's you know here's clark yeah. gable here's betty davis and it's just like no kid in 1997 is going to have any fucking idea right. what's going on here. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, this, this very much has the Warner Brothers DNA on it. It's sure. just m- made by someone who is like, I want to make a Looney Tunes cartoon in 1997 Yeah, that's 72 minutes long. But the thing is, is that all the references, all the movie references and stuff in this are Turner properties. So this is like if Turner Classic Movies made a full-length animated commercial for their network, that's what this it is. It would be Cats Don't Dance. Yeah. It's That's almost a pretty like pretty shitty commercial. Well, <laughs> just throwing it out there, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, plot-wise, not super important. I mean, literally can be summed up in like two sentences. You know, cat from country arrives in Hollywood, wants to sing and dance, shows up, and animals are only allowed to be background players. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. parts of you know Tarzan movies and you know Noah's Ark movie, which is what they're making and where he steps in front of. Mm-hmm. And you've got this Shirley Temple-like character that obviously wants the spotlight and he tries to show off that he can sing and dance. And she's like, no, I will ruin you. And you know, of course, wackiness ensues. ensues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the basic plot of the movie. And of course, because it's a kid's movie, he makes good in the end and the cats and Mm -hmm. dogs and chickens and pigs and stuff are are allowed to sing. Mass hysteria. Yeah. Uh, one thing we noticed right off the bat, Uh songs by Randy Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, none of them are are, they're, they're are not, descriptive well, they're of not the just events him. that are happening. There's another person credited with the music, and also Natalie Cole apparently had something to do with writing the music too. Okay, yeah. So but it's the, sort of like a, a hodgepodge of musical styles in this movie. Well, and yeah, there's also the twenty credits, people. The majority of the songs are yeah. credited to written Randy and yeah. Okay, but Don't also buy. there are tw- at least twenty people credited with story and or screenplay. Oh, God. Sure. I mean, there's a goddamn road sign that pops up in the credits for the writers, and it's just full of people. Which yeah, is well, generally was, a disaster. Yeah, it was, sure. <laughs> it was story by, and it was about eight or nine people. Yeah. And then script by, and it was another five people, I yeah. believe. Yeah. 
So it was like, holy crap. Yeah. A lot of WGA people got paid for this one. <laughs> yeah. They were like, I love this movie. Yeah. So as you can guess by something written by 35 people, mm-hmm. it's kind of just kind of a mess everywhere. Yeah. I'm but it's say, also uh, kind of like so homogenized. Yeah. I was going to say doing. that is like every person comes to Hollywood musical thing ever. You know, I mean, Bumpkin comes to Hollywood is like, I'm going to make it in two days mm-hmm. and then tries to show off. And they're like, get out of here, kid. Your, your dreams are crushed. Ah. And then, you know. <laughs> He comes back wow. and he's like, Sad, walks no, away. I'm actually back. really talented and I'm going to show you up. And mm-hmm. I'm going to make it. Nah. So, squash. It didn't take long into the, into the process of this movie before we realized that this was not a very well, well concealed homage or metaphor. It's an for, allegory. Yeah, allegory for blacks working in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's right in your face, like right from the very beginning. Yes, because I mean, all the animals are—I would say just you know, just just black. I mean, it's like it's it, every other race trying to work in Hollywood, not non whites. Yeah. Because I mean, like they're, you know, they're doing everything behind the scenes. Like the little penguin kid is delivering ice to the stage, and also like trying. I mean, they're trying to do everything behind the scenes, and yeah. then they're you know, they're just treated like you know, they're out in back. Like uh, we need you, 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 and like 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 migrant workers or something. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Uh, and all the yeah. rest of you go on. Yeah, they're all bit players. They're all background players. And I mean, like the, the biggest acknowledgement of this allegory is that when they put on a show at the end, like they announced to this crowd, now we're going to have an all animal show for you. And the whole crowd goes, <gasps> like, yeah, okay, come on. <laughs> well, and it's also hammered in by the fact that all the human, like this is one of those movies oh, where yeah. all the humans just accept that, yeah. Animals walk around and talk and have the same jobs they do. Right. And but just, not the same rights. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> Separate but not equal, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but yeah. all of them are white humans, <laughs> basically, are all the antagonists in the movie. Sure. It, it's not a bad concept necessarily, but a nineteen ninety seven animated movie that is about not white people getting gaining favor in Hollywood with a bunch of 1930s movie references appeals to nobody. Who is this movie for? (laughs) It's for the kids. See? No, the kids aren't watching this. But the thing about that is you, it was pretty much after, after little mermaid and, and those types of movies where it was like, there's kind of stuff adults are going to get in this. I can see where they're going with it, but I think they didn't, get it right on the kids' side of it. No, they didn't. Because that adults obviously get all that stuff, but the problem is, you know, they tried to make a Tiny Toons Adventures episode, pretty much, but there's a reason those are 20 minutes. Yeah, they can fly. And they're split they, up with, like, nine different yeah. skits. And yeah. they, they can, the, the jokes can fly at you because it, it's short bursts of joke. Yeah. You know, this the is... The pacing is totally different than a right. full-length animated movie. Yeah. And that's the problem is they try to keep that sort of pacing throughout this and it just it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah, it's exhausting. It's not it's it's in a very different way from last week's movie. Yeah. Last week's movie was more chaotic. The storytelling in this is significantly better. Sure. From start to finish this makes sense as a story. It it point A to point B to point C it tells its story and tells it fairly well, but I swear to god in the first 15 minutes of this movie or so there were times where they were cutting less than a second apart in yeah. dialogue 
And sometimes that works in a motion picture, but in a in an animated thing, cutting back and forth that fast while dialogue is just going back and forth. It's like I can't you got to yeah, stop. They, they go chaotic with the dialogue yeah. a lot. Yeah. It's and like everyone's talking. I don't know who any of these characters are, and they are cutting back and forth every second. Yeah. And of course, everyone is talking in that 30s, you know, it's like, hey, come on, let's do Yeah, 23 skidoo. Yeah. The worst is when he gets to the casting office. Yes, that's... Because there's a back and forth between... He's met this other cat who's like the female... Well, lead, he, he didn't meet her. Well, yeah. He, well, on his way, he's doing a he song and dance number day. throughout the town, and yeah. Scott Bakula does a good job singing. I will give him credit for that. He is a classically trained yeah. actor performer. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he did a good job. Yeah, but yeah, he does this whole song and dance around Hollywood about how he's going to be a star and all that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean the Randy Newman stuff isn't bad. It's not Newman. It's just not memorable. No, <laughs> like it's very. These were things that he put aside from other projects like, ah, he's like, <laughs> here, take these songs. Yeah, these are all rejected from Toy Story. Yeah. Let's just Let's rework see. Toys, <laughs> cat. Right. <Yeah. laughs> Done. <laughs> Short people. Ching. Cat. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. But yeah, but he's, he's tormented this other cat unknowingly mm-hmm. by, you know, like knocking her into a fountain and electrifying something so it burns her hat mm. off and just like you know this wacky yeah. craziness yeah. zaniness yeah. cartooniness yeah and yeah she ends up she's the secretary at this office right but and she's also her job. yeah but she's also kind of like a failed star she should have been a star yeah but she has talent because she was a cat right she's not like all of the rest of the animals they could have been stars they have all the talent in the world if somebody just give them a chance yep somebody would just give him a chance. But nope. Musical no. number. <laughs> yeah. And of course, the uh, the Shirley Temple allegory. What is her name? Darla something? Darla Dimple. Darla, Darla Dimple. Darla Dimple. Yeah, who is... <sighs> Evil personified. Yeah. Like, they don't give her any nuance whatsoever, which, nope. you know, that's that's the kids' movie part of it. Sure. But... She's the biggest box office star in the world, and no one will take her fame. There are yeah. little things in this that are good though like, absolutely I mean, like, yes like, there are little gags her her, her movie gags. titles were hilarious yeah <laughs> darladin yeah, there was darladin <laughs> and then the noah's ark one they were making was like little uh, little lark. little archangel yeah. archangel <laughs> yeah. i was like that's that's brilliant yeah there there are bits of clever in yeah. this yeah but her, her performance is exactly what you would think an evil kid trying to sure shame all animals would it was be. the the little um little shit from either Tiny Toons or Animaniacs. The one that would hug and squeeze and mm-hmm. love yeah. you forever. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically it. Well, yeah. oh, she was also yeah. kind of like the, the baby, uh, I can't remember his name, from Roger Rabbit, where it's like on camera, he's like, uh, right. I'm so cute. Oh, and uh, then this baby. kid comes and it's like, ah! Yeah. 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 Baby Hugh. The cigar smoking. Well, baby Hugh's yeah. the real thing. Yeah. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know what he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, but yeah. hers and the, the whole conflict of the movie, which... This movie moves along pretty quickly yeah. for what it is. I mean, it gets to it's she he he gets a bit part in the movie and, of course, decides that he's going to do what everyone in all of these movies does and goes nuts like with his one line and yeah, his line and is overdoes now. it and is like jumping in the way of her trying to do her lines. And yeah, that's when they show her giant assistant, Max, yeah. Max. Max, who's who's played by the director, right? 
he's pretty good by the director that's some pretty good character he's a large yeah. man he's but also he, yeah, he's like three stories tall mm-hmm. and he looks kind of like frankenstein but kind of not but yeah. they, he was my favorite part of the movie oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 sure yeah i mean the intro animate the intro s- sequence kind of Basically, all it says is that he's like her butler or something, and he always takes care of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she, she but he does never like see all the evil anything, shit. So, yeah, which is basically her just saying, "Kill them." Yeah, go kill somebody, <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's like, yeah, he's like Lurch slash Frankenstein. Yeah, and but what's great is like he also kind of has magical powers because <laughs> he'll just kind of vaporize and and teleport to other places. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't explain anything about no. his character, which is what sort of makes it fun because you don't right. know what's ha- what's coming next. There's one scene where the camera is panning left, and like he's standing there and hands her something, yeah. and she keeps walking, and all of a sudden he's right by the door opening for her, <laughs> right. and like he never crossed the screen. Yeah, it's, yeah, little stuff like that I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are nice touches in this movie. Yeah, yeah. little bits. Yeah, mm-hmm. but of course she wants him fired, and but then once he gets fired. He does a little song and dance number in the alleyway and gets all the other animals to join in. And like, he inspires them. John Reese Davies' elephant, who's the one who does the opening, you, the, you know, like the MGM, the MGM lion, lion yeah. except he's mm-hmm. an elephant that trumpets out. And we're like, why do they do that every <laughs> <laughs> every time they start? Yeah, filming they a movie, literally they... stick this elephant's head through a piece of cardboard <laughs> yeah. and make him whatever. Make him what is bellow? Yeah. Bellow is that trumpet. What is? Trumpet. 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 Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, and like every before every movie, because as we said, like they shoot every movie live mm-hmm. with no cutting yeah. whatsoever, Mm-mm. which is how we're going to do our next podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say <laughs> we do that every live. week because BJ says one star we're in every week. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like we could just like plop that in. You yeah. Know? Nah. Same nah. with contact information. There's you know we technically a, could just pop it in. Yeah. There's a, a sweet little bit People of nuance know. for everyone. Know. Yeah. Listen to every one star. People want a fresh take every. Oh yeah. They're all different. They all have a little. Yeah. Gonna put a super cut on YouTube of yes. all the one star weird. One star weird. There's gonna be so many one fam- star weird. <laughs> yeah. One star. But that's this one star. We're in. <laughs> yeah, but that's this good. elephant. Is if you had to say one star, we're in, and that was all you got to say every episode. Yeah. That's this elephant's life. Mm. Yeah. But he knows how to play the piano, despite being an elephant. I yeah, he's really no good. At, at I know how to play piano the piano. piano. But you're not. You guys elephant. never let me play the piano on. There's one right over there. Next week. Yeah. You never let me play it. Next oh, week. Okay. You can play next week. We'll get you a keytar. Nice. Ah. Play it. I love it. But yeah, he's she hears them playing a song and he's like, We can get a we can get parts in all the movies. And of course she wants none of this and hatches this plan to befriend him so he can play in front of the owner of the studio and of course sabotages it in spectacular fashion by flooding the entire place attempting to murder everyone yes and then the guy has a press conference outside opens the doors and we get one of my favorite animated things ever which is the extended scream Mm -hmm. like the face of horror that turns into the scream where the mouth takes over the entire head well it's it's funny too because they do a good one for him yeah but like the press is there too and they go and take pictures of this impending (laughs) tidal wave and then turn and face the camera and start looking scared it also does the animated water stays still until the door is fully open Mm -hmm. yeah because you know physics yeah yeah screw it's a big crazy you know destroy the entire studio lot yeah you're fired yeah for real now yeah get off the lot right and the thing is everyone had been saying well who's helping you do this Scott Bakula mm-hmm. and he's like oh I've got a little angel helping me or something like that Wink. 
Yeah. yeah. And every and then, one of those people is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets everyone fired. Yeah. They're all kicked off a lot. And of course, she pulls up just to gloat mm-hmm. and drop off their little penguin friend. And then they're like, that was your benefactor? Are you some kind of idiot? Yeah. And he's like, I guess I am. <laughs> you smoking the catnip? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Scott Bakula and I'm sad. <laughs> well, she had acted like she was going to be so nice and helpful. Yeah. yeah. But no. <sighs> yeah. But it, it's my least favorite thing, which is, oh, if character had just told the truth about something that they didn't even need to lie about. They could have said, no, she's not looking yeah, out for said, you at all. Yeah, you're going to get us all fucked. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah. So then sad montage, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then they he decide to put on a show. Yeah. I love that he leaves town for literally like 45 seconds. Yeah. Long enough for the bus he's, driver to eat a mustard and lettuce sandwich. Or it's a he's, mustard, lettuce, and mu- mustard, mustard sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. But and there was a slice of uh, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Yeah. He's literally, he's sitting on the bus waiting for it to leave longer than he is actually actively leaving the town on the bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just wanted to ruin that guy's day, too, because he goes, stop the bus! So, of course, he slams on the brakes and the mustard goes I don't think he everywhere. slammed on the brakes. I think the bus just went, oh, I need to stop. Oh. Yeah, because the bus driver the was, bus taken, driver by surprise. was taken by extreme oh, surprise. Maybe have one of those little cords. And yeah. Okay. Actually yeah, like so, you guys are brakes. saying the bus was sentient? <laughs> yeah. Listen. Entirely possible. Talking animals, walking around with people I can accept, but sentient buses, no. Racist. No, I'm drawing the line. Are you drawing the line? Are you saying sentient vehicles yes or sentient buses no. just buses? unnatural man any it's unnatural. So, wait any vehicles any vehicles yes. it goes against god well what about the ark do you are you going to tell me that they actually built a working wheel on the model ark that was on the set and that they yes. were actually piloting it through that yes. tidal wave i'm going yes. to tell you that i'm also going to tell In you the 40s, I, think, I think i think the you, ark saved their ass if you hate the taxi from who framed roger rabbit i hate oh, you Benny, and you should die Benny the cab yeah i'm just saying he's an affront to god <laughs> You're God a, did not intend taxis to speak. Uh, I'm going to call I'm the Boy Scouts <laughs> and get that fucking Eagle Scout whatever badge yeah. title oh, rescinded. Right. Not happening. That's a brand. It, it, it's a... No, no. They take it off. No. They can take it away. They took it away from some gay kid, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> they might have. I I don't know about that. They may have laser removed that I can neither that, confirm that nor yeah. Yeah. You don't get the newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know which, about that. Which this one? week on the Boy Scout Times... <laughs> The we took an Eagle Scout away. <laughs> the Eagle Scout newsletter. We took Eagle I'm, Scout away from a gay kid. I might have read that in Boy's Life. I don't know. It's it's actually like delivered by an eagle, like, like Harry Potter. He's just like, <laughs> and drops a little newsletter. Yeah. Little Eagle Scout newsletter. Yeah. So that's Cats Don't Dance. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. How did... No. What the hell, man? The bus yeah. stopped. The bus stops. <laughs> yeah, bus stops. He gets bus off. bus stopped itself. Breaks into the studio, gets everyone invites to the big premiere of the movie that they've been fired off of. Did yeah. he really get them, or did he? He just, forge he their just names? Forged forged them. <laughs> he forged their names so that they would get invites. Sure. Yeah. And of course, they sit in the back. Yeah, they do. They all sit in because the back. allegories. Right. Wait, he sat in the back of the bus too when he was all by himself. Nah, he, he was, was in the middle. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They didn't go that far. He's, he did sit in the back when he was on his way from Kokomo. From Kokomo, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because, I mean, there was no one else on that bus, and the bus driver yeah. was incompetent. You know, he got there too fast. He should have taken it slow once he did get there. Yeah. God damn it. Shut up. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, this stuff is important, Chuck. <sighs> Jokes are the <laughs> only <laughs> thing that sustained me. That joke, was, that joke was more timely to when Kokomo came out than when this movie was making yeah. jokes about the, what was going on in it. Yeah. So, there you go. That was a complicated set of words there. Yeah. 
Anyway, this the the premiere that they've been invited to and eventually attend in the back row is the Ark movie that was shooting over the course of the this movie. Oh, little Archangel. Yeah, yeah, little Archangel. And the camera sort of swings around to backstage where Scott Bakula is hatching his scheme, which is basically just to spring on all of his friends. We're going to put on a show now. Mm-hmm. But when that happened, we started making Gremlins jokes that he was going to lock the doors. See, I was, I was going with I was going with Inglorious Bastards. Oh, myself, okay. Yeah. But. Yeah, we we no one knew what his plan was yet, so we were mm-hmm. thinking all manner of terrible, terrible things. Yeah. Why, why did it take me this long to realize that the plot of Gremlins and Inglorious Bastards, at least that story, is the same thing? I don't know. Gremlins and Nazis lock yep. them in a theater and light them on fire. Yeah, it took Who cats knew? don't dance to teach. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> see, this the, movie is the more pretty you know. Deep. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, his his plan is basically like we're going to put on a show, a secret show, after the movie ends, mm-hmm. and you're all part of it. But, of course, Frankenstein guy has to chase them outside and get in a whole big... It's a big number. Wacky, animated... Big set piece. Chase. Yeah. Because there's a big thing. blimp of Darla and... Eh, just whatever. Yep. That happens. Yeah. yeah. And then they, they put on a show. They do. And literally they, blow the roof off the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, because theater, Darla if is... If we're going with the yeah, proper time period. Sure. Yeah, Darla is trying to stop them by flipping switches on the wall, which happens to activate all the stuff that they want at the time they want it. Yeah, it just enhances their mm-hmm. their impromptu, highly choreographed number that they're yeah. doing. With uh, costume changes. Yes, and props yeah. and effects and everything. Man, it's so easy to put on a show like that. Yeah, they, put, just, on, they yeah. put on a great show yep. and then everyone loves them. And then they are they the stars. Signed. Yeah. And then history changes. And animals become the stars of all your favorite Warner Brothers movies. Yes. Casablanca stars a goat and a fish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Grumpy uh, Old Men stars. Well, yeah, because it starts with like, it's <laughs> Wait, like, what? It's like yeah. Casablanca and like, is it Gone, Gone with, with the, the Wind? Wind? Yeah. But then it like jumps yeah. straight ahead to like yeah, goes, the mask. Yeah, the yeah. mask. Yeah. And yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And the Witches like, of Eastwick. It's yeah. like, well, there's a beloved property. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, well, kids it, know that one. Sure. The trivia on IMDb is to believe they were like, it costs too much to get other studios' movies. Yeah. So, but yeah. let's also look at the fact that Warner Brothers has better movies sure. than Grumpy Old Men, well, The Mask. It was like the and year Batman of Grumpy Old Men. Though. Yeah, that's true. I'm okay with that one. It's The Wizards of Eastwick is the real red herring there because it's like, what the hell? Yeah, that was really odd. Like, and you can't kids even see like, which I character I love that cherry is... scene, man. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't even see which character is doing about the Jack Nicholson's, Nicholson's the penis. You know, like, that's my favorite <laughs> yeah. scene, kids. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite animated movie. Yeah, so good. Yeah. But then the movie ends. <laughs> they've yeah. made it yeah. history changes and and <laughs> critters are now the star of every warner brothers movie oh. and the end and yep. indeed yeah so. so so let's let let's first agree that randy newman did not earn himself a star grove with this one no i mean they're they're well executed songs but they're so middle of the road they're that there is literally yeah. like i couldn't even tell you the names of any of them right now or the verses or the choruses or anything. He never sings in the movie, by the way. No, 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 there is no, there's no Randy, no Randy performance. Damn it. Though the Don Knotts character does sing, but it's not Don Don Knotts singing. (laughs) Yeah. I was hoping it would be, but it's not. No. All right. I didn't hate this as much as uh, Rockadoodle. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Mm -mm. However, however, 
I, I can rate still, it. Yeah, go for it. I, I, I would put these two cats in a bag and let them fight it out. That's two bags full of cats <laughs> in the river, drowned. Oh, like Clue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say two bags as well, but I don't want to drown any cats. That's kind of not... Mm. That's kind of freaky. Just these ones, animated ones. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. All they do is like lose their color and get like when th- when they're sad, they're not quite as brightly animated. Right. Yeah, so they, they wouldn't actually die. They'd just they be just like, I dull. would drown an anthropomorphic bus and taxi. <sighs> Two bags. Dude, you need to. You've been eating too it's much Chick-fil-A. Right. <laughs> it's not right, man. <laughs> <sighs> you want to go first, Chuck? I'll go. Yeah, what about Herbie? Is Herbie off the off the market? Fuck that guy! <laughs> oh man! Wow! Wow! Both He's in the front. Both gotta go. Old no classic bugs. Herbie and re. Oh, like especially Liz- new Lindsay Herbie. Lohan or Herbie. All right. Especially what new about uh, um? Even though it had what's the buggy? What's Michael uh, Keaton in speed it. buggy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do. Come on. What? <laughs> what? Speed buggy doesn't. No. All right. From what? Huh? From speed buggy. It was a cartoon called Speed Buggy. Now you speed can't argue like you can't argue with me about Mater. He's gotta go. <laughs> gotta go sure but i mean gotta go Ma- gotta okay. go mater in in cars just as an ancillary character fine gotta anything go. after that must die gotta go gotta go wow you guys have issues. what about the police car <laughs> gotta go man you're one evil all son of, of a bitch all of them three bags <laughs> fuck this movie <laughs> yeah you got mad every time they were singing yeah you i got mad every time darla started singing yeah. and then I realized that all the singing was just fucking grating on my nerves. Hmm. I, I just checked the fuck out. I think out. the worst part is they two they do two Darla songs in a row. Yeah, that is that weird. Hurt. Yeah, bad. Wasn't because one that just first a, one was like, evil version of the first one. Yeah, kind of. But it's just like that one is so insufferable and keeps going. Yeah. And then they're just like, let's make another insufferable version of this song right after that. Right. That God. That. Yeah. That was yeah. probably the the most painful part of the movie. Yeah, I, but yeah, I mean, I I kind of enjoyed the old homage to old filmmaking stuff. I mean, I do kind of like I did in the beginning. Stuff. Like, I was like, oh, wow, this is going places. I did not expect this. And uh, in the back of my mind, I'm going, what year was this made? Mm-hmm. But it, it lost that pretty quickly. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 And I mean, that guy would go on to make Emperor's New Groove, which is yeah, and that's a much better animated movie. Good job there, yeah. guy. Um, I just, I'm going to give this movie a bag. I, I, I almost feel bad rating it. This, this sort of, this, this movie doesn't really feel like it fits. I, I I didn't have any anger for this movie and I'm, I'm really sort of basing that on last week a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, just this movie just looks so much better in every regard. It's competent from start to finish. I mean, like songs play and no one is stepping all over people's dialogue yeah and so people were mostly reined in except for kathy and jimmy at times oh i don't know i sort of i mean th- there was an annoyance level to it but i sort She's of like i like scott bacula's just sort of over the top total just everything's gonna be okay and nothing mm-hmm. is ever wrong and i'm just the smilingest guy ever and it's just I, fantastic i did like that his voice was based exactly on every time he quantum leaped into a kid yeah it was that voice <laughs> yeah <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Holy crap. You're totally right. <laughs> I watched a lot of Quantum Leap. I'm yeah, like, I did too. Yeah. And I didn't make that connection yeah. until just Every now time he was kid, he was like, ah, oh, hey, dad, dad, I'm Scott Bakula. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I think the thing about this is the stuff that works for adults that the kids aren't going to get is fine, but there's so much kid stuff that works solely for kids 
that it doesn't have that balance it needs to mm-hmm. be a movie that works on both levels because movies that understand that know when to pull back and yeah. rein stuff in. Yeah. It's, and it's this just, one doesn't. It's just weird. I, I just, I have no idea what the audience is for this movie. And obviously yeah. there was no audience for it. But. Well, I, this will go on my list. I mean, I've, I've got a list of movies. It's like, who were you making this movie for? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of John Badham movies are that way. I mean, he's got good ones, but like, <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a lot of them are like, the fuck were you making this? It's like a zany comedy with lots of swearing and breasts. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, wait, what? No, I'm just saying like, there, he's got movies that are like that. It's like, otherwise this would be a Goonies movie, but then yeah. it's like foul language and nudity. It's like, who are you making this movie for? Right. Awesome kids. I, I guess. Yeah. 14 year olds. Yeah. Right. Anyway. That's Cats Don't Dance. Cats Don't Dance. <laughs> but they do. But they do. A lot. All the time. You yeah. can't stop them. I'm still You're all mad. singing, all dancing cats of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still mad. Nobody said cats can't dance. Cats don't dance. All of those things. Nobody said it. No. Not once. No one even hinted at it. Yeah. The only thing it hinted at is cats can't work. Like yeah. you're fired. <laughs> they can still dance if they wanted to. So yeah, I, I was expecting this whole thing like, you know, you can't work in this town. Cats aren't allowed to dance. And it's like, but yeah. I could dance. See, you wanted, I'm a cat. You yeah, I was, was expecting yeah. a footloose with yeah, cats. Sort of. That would have been a much better movie. I did not expect this. So, meh. Mm. Yeah. meh. Okay. It's got Clark Gable in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. It's got an animated Clark Gable in it. Sure. Yeah. Let's take a break, so shall everything's we? better. Yes, let's take a break. We'll talk right. about something that isn't the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we'll go back. Hey, hey, we're back. Hey, it's the second half. It is. is it? Yeah. It's the half that comes huh. after the first one. Mm. Oh, that's a good plan. Funny how that works. So, movies. Yep. We actually saw some theater movies. Ooh. Theatrical releases. Well, I saw a theater movie that nobody else has, so I'm going to be <sighs> semi-brief about it because I don't want to I don't want to be the least bit spoilery about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I saw Ferris Gentleman the Third or Iron Man Three. Iron Man Three. Iron Man. If you like the common the common tongue. I do. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, do I? Uh, yeah. Not <laughs> That's too, the same time that common, everybody though. else's has been. Not sure. common. too common. Common. But the rapper. The, <laughs> Since the office, the office tongue. Apparently half the internet really doesn't like this movie. And uh-huh. the other half is like, this movie's kind of awesome. Well, let me tell you, half the internet is right. Ooh. <laughs> Tune that's in a, next week to find out first. who. <laughs> which, um, which half is Okay, wrong. so which half do you fall in? Uh, personally, I love this movie. All right. Um... I think it helps that I heard I, I wasn't seeking out spoilers. I just saw somebody say in the briefest of terms, go in expecting a Tony Stark movie, not an Iron Man movie, and you won't be disappointed. I keep hearing that. Um, with that in mind, this movie's great. This movie is exactly what I wanted from Shane Black. It's it's dripping with the lethal weapon, long kiss goodnight, kiss kiss bang bang DNA of action comedy. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it. I mean, it's it goes now it's like one of those movies when when it's over you think about like man that movie went a lot of places like a lot of stuff happened and it doesn't feel rushed at all i mean it, it, granted it's just a little over a two-hour movie but a lot happens and like a lot of different storylines happen and it's so much better handled than iron man 2 was because like a lot was going on in that movie too and yeah 
I just thought this was very, very well handled for all the multiple arcing storylines. I mean, they even at one point they introduce a kid. I won't say anything more than that, but it's God great. It. It, no, it's great. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Okay. But yeah, it's... um, I, I loved it. I mean, I know I can see exactly why comic book people are like... Nerd rage. <laughs> because they take a lot of liberties with characters and storylines oh. uh, from comic stories and things. Yeah. And like... They bring in things where it's like, I'm sure certain comic book people are like, oh my god, they're actually doing that? And then like it's completely different from how the comics are. Yeah. So, you know, I just went in with, and I think they did too, of what makes a better movie. Strict, you know, staying st- strictly true to the comics or doing what can be awesome plot turns and twists for a movie. And Yeah, I mean, you have to because comic book fans get angry because the actor cast doesn't look how they thought the character should look. You know, I mean, you yeah. have people like we wouldn't have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And there's still people who don't like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine because he's tall. <laughs> like, literally, they're like, Wolverine's supposed to be like five foot three. You can't that guy can't play Wolverine, you know. And it's like if they had their way, like giant wrestlers would only play the muscular characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you remember what happened in the first X-Men when you had a giant wrestler playing Sabretooth? He didn't do shit because he couldn't act worth a fuck. Yeah, I remember that. You don't remember that. I Chuck. do remember You're that. Lying. I've seen the original X Men. Yeah, and that's why people are like well, they should have kept that guy instead of getting Liev Schreiber for the other one. And guess what? Liev Schreiber was the best part of that other one. So, but yeah, yeah. you can't please comic book fans. Nah. You just you can't. Nah. Yeah, but I mean, the, I, I will say the the most interesting thing about this in a a story arc wise, as as far as the movies go, is this is officially the first movie of Phase Two Avengers, if yep. you will. And it's very jokey. And I mean, there's there's serious ramifications for things that are going on in the movie. But the entire movie is kind of played like an action comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of strange that, I mean, especially with the, with the early trailers of it making it look like this it is dark. this is the Christopher Nolan Iron Man. You know, yeah. like this is yeah. totally real and shit's going down. Right. And it's it's very jokey. I mean, like shit is going down, but like they're also making jokes the whole way. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, there's a scene after the credits, of course, you know, just so you know. Does Samuel Jackson show up again and say, I need to recruit you and then turn to the camera and go again? No, oh. I won't spoil what it is, but it, it was all those other Iron Men in the trailer. <laughs> it, it was it was weird that I, I was that was where I was expecting it to be like, OK, let's start setting up the next big arc for the Avengers, mm-hmm. like by introducing a new character that or, you know, something or giving a hint to a new character, mm-hmm. something. And it's 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 almost the shawarma scene. You know I mean? It's like, it's, it so has nothing to do with anything that it's just like, okay, I'm all right with this. <laughs> you know, like when it comes down to it, it's jokey yeah. is fine. What's the ETA on the Avengers two? Uh, 15, 15. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All Cause right. Thor is this fall, November. November. Yeah. Captain, Captain America. America is April. Okay. And then and they're doing like Mant and, <laughs> I don't think Ant-Man is supposed to be entering into the Avengers. Oh, world. sorry. Yeah, that's the thing is it's like Ant-Man is its own thing and so are Guardians of the Galaxy. It's kind of their own okay. side thing. Even though Ant-Man totally could. I mean, he's a original yeah. member of the Avengers, but I mean, I, last I heard Edgar Wright's still doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Like so they're kind of going sort of comical with it, I think. I would think so. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. But yeah, no, I I I really liked it and I will be seeing it Friday, so. 
the day this episode comes out. <gasps> yeah. So you're seeing it right now. Possibly. Okay. Ooh. Depends on when the episode releases. All right. That's crazy. Right. So not not to monopolize, I know we have one other big yeah. theater thing, but this other one will be very quick. And I was thinking, I saw Iron Man 3 over the weekend, and I was like, I should probably see one more movie to talk about. <laughs> what what would be kind of funny and themed to seeing Iron Man? So I finally watched Real Steel. Yay! Oh, real steel. Uh, yeah, iron right. steel. Oh, huh? Three it. hours of real steel. Yeah, how was it? Um, thirty minutes of that movie could have easily been cut, mm-hmm. um, and wouldn't really have impacted the movie at all. I think Chuck said pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, and despite it copying every single movie, as you said, down to lines. Yeah. I really fucking like the ending. I mean, like when the when the ending happened, it was like I don't care if this is Rocky. I love it. I love it all over again. I oh, love sure. Rocky. Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. yeah, underdogs. Woo! But well, yeah, that's why we liked Arena. I know. Well, it's just despite all that. I mean, like it definitely could have been shorter, but I kind of came away liking the movie. I mean, it's not great. It's just I like underdog boxing movie stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And and the kid, he's precocious and everything but he, he doesn't he never quite goes to full annoying no not he's not, just wiser than a kid yeah, that age definitely and kid that age would not be wearing a van halen t-shirt well yeah no i think he mentioned that i did but yeah he's so. an ironic kid <laughs> oh but yeah i mean it's it's very and also much, panama fucking rocks so this kid knew that yeah all right then. but yeah no i mean like 70 percent of that movie is over the top and the other 30 percent is awful awesome not awful awesome over the top oh. is in Stallone. So yes, we're you know they're in a truck with his kid yeah. and they're yeah. talking and not doing what you want them to be doing, which is robot yeah. boxing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But the other thirty percent is pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'll see. I I got to see that eventually. It's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Evangeline Lilly, she's pretty. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, she doesn't wear a bra, you know, ever. So, yeah. oh, good for her. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's okay. Good for kind of her. Flopping all around here. Oh, you know, it's more comfortable, I guess. <laughs> sure. Floppynaturals.tumblr.com. <laughs> yep. Featuring. Zero I'm just I'm just listing off of the the pluses of the movie. That's all. All right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? I've pretty I've come, lady I've, boxing. I've I've come around. Robots. I I I like Hugh Jackman. I, I officially like really like Hugh Jackman. I mean, even in a movie when like that. When did you ever not? I don't know. He's had moments where it's just like, ah, really, another Hugh Jackman movie? You know. Just Kate and Leopold. I'm just saying, like, there's moments where it's just like, ah, like, I'm not running out and seeing Les Mis, you know? I mean, I'm not like that on oh. that level of Hugh Jackman, you know. Yeah. Love. But I'm just saying, like. I don't I, blame you, I like, pal. I like Hugh Jackman. Hmm. Even, in, like, he, he can elevate a movie like this where it's more enjoyable because he's there. Anyway, yeah. let's talk about the other movie we saw in the theater. Yeah. We saw Pain and Gain. What both, Michael Bay's Pain and Gain, both Pain and Gain. The Rock's it's a Buddy Cop, <laughs> The Rock's Pain and Gain. It's The Rock Mark as Wahlberg's Pain, Pain and Gain. Arnold Payne. It's Max Payne. Reginald and Gain are <laughs> Pain and Gain. Are they undercover detectives working case and get me Pain and Gain? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is it Michael Bay? No, no, no. Is it? However, uh, I should say, is it good, Michael Bay? No, it's not it's any n- Michael Bay you've no Michael ever Bay. seen before. It is Michael Bay. Is it Michael Bay the auteur? It's Michael uh, Bay. Michael Bay's art film. You, it, it's Michael Bay. Put it best. It's Michael Bay's loving tribute to 1990s Tony Scott. Not 1990s specifically, but the 90s Tony mm-hmm. Scott. Huh. I think like Tony Scott off himself, and Michael Bay was like, "I need to make a movie like him." 
So this is and his tribute. This is just a tribute. It is. It's weird because filmmaking wise, it is not like a Michael Bay film at all. But tonally and character wise, yes, it is probably the most Michael Bay film. Hmm. Because deep down, I think we all know that Michael Bay is a complete asshole. <laughs> and Michael Bay knows he's a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. And I think Michael Bay likes being around other assholes. Uh-huh. And that bleeds into this movie because every character is played like a complete asshole. Hmm. Yeah, so it's it, Michael Bay, the movie. There's not really a, a protagonist in this movie oh. at all. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and it's maybe, maybe Ed Harris. Yeah, Ed, Ed Harris, Harris is, is yeah, and well. he doesn't show up till late. Oh, because it's it's based on actual events, and from what I've read up on those events since seeing the movie, mm-hmm. it actually hews pretty close to it. I mean, they combine a couple of characters into the Rock's character. But, sure, the Rock's a big dude. You gotta yeah, give him at least yeah. two characters. Yeah, but uh, well, I, I guess a couple of the real life ah. perpetrators. Sure. You know, they were kind of combined into the rocks character and, and a few people do things that, you know, one of the other characters did, but in general, the events that happened in that movie were what actually happened. I mean, to the point that there is, yeah, like, like they would do freeze frames every once in a while and just put text on the screen, like a freeze frame. And it would look like one of those animated, you know, like a hand drawn picture of the rock or something. Right. And it would say, God, I can't even well, remember now, but it, it was like, say like, his name and his yeah. information there, like when they first introduced there's him. There's one point late in the movie where, I mean, like, shit is just finally going yeah. completely crazy that it, it literally freeze frames and go something like, remember, this is based on a true yeah, story. Yeah, it, says, on it true, says this is still, still based, based on, on a, a true story. story. So, like, when the plot gets, like, crazy, they're like, this well, really there, still happened. there's one event that you're just like, no fucking way. Yeah. And they actually freeze frame on that and go, still a true story. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But it's... I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. I don't know if I ever want to see it again, but I really liked it. Hmm. I like that he went for a filmmaking style and just went all in on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, this is, I hate to say, but we just don't get movies this stylized very often. And movies, especially not in a summer movie or no. a Michael Bay movie of all goddamn. Yeah. Things. With yeah. like guys like the rock and Mark Wahlberg starring in them. Mm hmm. And it boggles my mind. I've seen so many Mark Wahlberg movies because I don't, I don't, I still don't think I like Mark Wahlberg. No, I've not come around on that. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. But this is a good part for him. I don't like Mark Wahlberg, but I like him in movies. I can't even say that. I mean, like he's usually like, oh, all right, Mark Wahlberg's in it. He's not going to like ruin an experience for me. He's Mm -hmm. not like on that level. Or like I see him and I just oh, I can't watch this movie because I hate him. But <laughs> it's just like I I tolerate him. Okay, that's what I have to because okay. he's in a lot of movies. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, here, here's here's where I finally came down on this movie. This is if, and this is going to sound like a lot of people are going to be like, I'm never seeing this movie if they haven't already. Mm. This is like if, if specifically of the Tony Scott repertoire. This is like if Domino and Big Trouble had a baby. Hmm. Because <laughs> imagine like the the wacky insane shit that happens in Domino, but at the same time still kind of lighthearted hijinks of Big Trouble in that mm-hmm. Miami setting, you know? Like yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. It's really hmm. it it breaks so many filmmaking rules, but it works. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it's someone like, it's one of those things that only someone like Michael Bay can get away with because it's like, you've made enough movies that have made us a billion dollars. And you basically said, let me make this movie or I don't make transformers four. So they're right. like, all right, you can make this movie. Fine. Go make your little rock movie. Yeah. 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 And the rock is great. God, he's so good in this freaking movie. And he's the one with the biggest character arc as well, because his character goes from one extreme to another, to another. And hmm. yeah, he's, he has the best so comedic, good. his comedic timing is so fucking good. It's, it's kind of amazing how well he delivers some of the lines, especially near the end. Like, He's the guy who was freaking out in the beginning, but by the end, he's the guy who's just like, I don't give a shit, whatever. So, I mean, that like, <laughs> there'll be like, Mark, like, things have just gone completely upside down and are completely fucked. And he's just like, Did you get that phone number? You know, and Mark Wahlberg's like, No, I didn't get the fucking phone number. <laughs> we're fucked, we're fucked, we're fucked. And he's like, Oh, so are we leaving? You know, I mean, it's just the way he delivers so much of that stuff is hmm. just great. But yeah, there's a lot of people who are just going to be like, fuck this thing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it Especially is seriously... because they're not liking it. Hmm. Yeah, well, it is... I think I, I think it was Jens on Twitter was just like... He said, I admire their tenacity with making these characters as unlikable as possible. There's something Which, there's that. something he said for being willing to have, like, you know, the guy that you should... The guys that you feel like you kind of be should be rooting for. Because... Mm-hmm. They're like your big stars and the main guys, but they're the bad guys of the movie. Right. And the guy you kind of should be who doesn't deserve all the shit that got heaped on him is kind of an asshole, too. So it's like, yeah, you don't really want him to win either. Hmm. You know, it's just it's one of those things. And the way the real life case played out is everybody lost. Oh, you know, I mean, it was just apparently the guy who got kidnapped was not the prick that they make him out to be in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub's character. Mm hmm. He's not that bad, but it's just, it's a very, it's a weird movie. It is, it is weird and it's hard to explain, but I know that I really liked it and it made me want to read about this case and find out more stuff because it goes, it's fucking insane. So that Wikipedia page is getting a lot of hits right now. I would think so. Yeah. This is the original article too, because the original article that it's all based on is all online Oh, okay. and it still is, but it is a long read. Hmm. Yeah, this would be the kind of movie I would give it a strong recommend with like an asterisk that basically says, if you don't get it, I understand why, and I'm sorry. You know, like I yeah. personally loved it sure. and would highly recommend seeing it, but yeah. I can, I'm sorry if you don't get it or don't want to get it, you know. Yeah, not saying, only, I'm not going to be like, oh, you don't get it, but you know. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> only times I feel like it fails is when Michael Bay intentionally goes for comedy and doesn't just let the actors do their timing mm-hmm. and deliver lines in funny ways when he goes for visual gags and that sort of stuff, which, you know, Transformers was the same way. It was like, this works when you're just doing this, but when you got Transformers trying to hide around the house or, you know, going through the office and Shia yeah. LaBeouf's being a goofball, you know, that stuff doesn't work. <laughs> but when you're just letting actors deliver their lines in comedic ways. Mm -hmm. It's genuinely funny, but when he tries to be funny, nope. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. His, his comedy can be summed up by the parents in the transformer sequels. Just like imagine that. That's all you have to say. And luckily there's not much of that in this movie, but it is there. There's a little bit. Certain points. So, Hmm. yeah. So Chuck. Yeah. What'd you see? I watched a couple of movies on the DVR. Oh, the digital video recorder. Yes. 
they had been recorded from cable. Do you have um, a Huh? No. Hapa? No, I got the other one. Uh, yeah, that one. I watched Our Idiot Brother, which is a Paul Rudd motion picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Did he play Paul Rudd? Tune out for the next no, five, he sort right of plays in. the anti-Paul Rudd. What? Usually no, he's Paul the Rudd guy. Paul Rudd play Paul Rudd. No, he's usually the guy who's Lies. like, the weird things are going on around him, and he's uncomfortable by it. No, he's the weirdness in this movie. Okay. He's just a stupid idiot brother filthy hippie brother dude who's you know Except, like he's not he's really the one that has it all figured out yeah by the end of the movie yeah i mean it's one of those things where it's like his stupidity and his 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 childlike observations of situations make everything work out in the end that kind of thing mm-hmm. even though he's like it, it, it's like you know like Starman or someone came down and was just blatantly observing things and speaking their mind and then it all works out in the end that it's that kind of thing mm-hmm. um it's cute it's 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 not ridiculously funny but it's got a lot of charm to it and uh you know there aren't there's really not even like one big laugh in the movie but there's lots of just little moments where you could tell they're just like just go and react to the situation and whatever happens we'll put that in the movie Mm -hmm. and it's one of those movies where everyone in it is you know like just those little bit comedy actors who are in everything anyway yeah um so that helps it has the most attractive lesbian couple in cinema history yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe Deschanel and uh, Rashida Jones. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, all, yeah, I can't argue that one. Yeah. His his whole family, like all of the siblings are. Oh, at, they're all like, I mean, they've got like crazy, pretty crazy big actors. To be yeah. But like, movie. there's no way any of them are actually no. related. It's so ridiculous. And I think Emily he's, Mortimer and who's, who's the other? Uh, uh, Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. And it's weird because it's like in at least like two or three other movies, he's been married to the people that he's playing opposite of his sisters and brothers. It's strange. Mm-hmm. Um. And then after that, I watched Battleship. Hey, Battleship. Mm. Battleship. I've had that More on my like, DVR for a while. Yeah, you should watch. I saw your tweet about that. Yeah, you More should. More like Battleship. Am no, I right? And you were not right. No, <laughs> no. That, uh, you I've sh- been strangely excited to watch that movie. I just haven't because it's so long. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the thing. I was like, I really want to watch this movie, but damn, it's long. The thing that makes me want to watch it mm-hmm. is there are quite a few people who have said, it is Peter Berg making a satire of big Michael Bay films. Yeah. Here's here's the thing about that movie. You're you're faced with the running time and you're looking at it and you're going, I don't know how they're going to pull this out and make, you know, a compelling two and a half hour fucking movie about a board game. And like the first like 30 minutes of it is like, OK, get to it. I don't need introductions. All these characters. I don't give a shit about these people. Get to the shit. Mm-hmm. Bring on the aliens. And like the setup for the aliens is dumb and f- fantastic at the same time. It's just like, hey, we found like an Earth planet somewhere, so we're gonna fire a laser at it that's encoded yeah. with a message, and hopefully they'll reply back. And they reply back by sending ships, firing their own laser, <laughs> and just sending ships to destroy everything. Um, so then you get to the action shit, and it's like, yeah, this is good CGI insanity. Everything's getting blown up real good. That's fine. And then it sort of turns into like the 2012 thing where it's like, okay, now it's going in a direction where none of the advertising was was telling you where it's going. And it sort of slows down a little bit. And you're like, oh, I don't know. Is this going to be the rest of the movie? I, mm, I'm not on board. But then the last third of this fucking movie, holy shit. I really I once something kicks in, I laughed for a good like 30 straight seconds. And I was just like, 
okay, movie. <laughs> I will go wherever you want me to go with you. I'm on board. Let's do this stupid fucking shit that you have just pulled out of your ass. Let's go. Let's- was it the thing you tweeted about? That was part of it. Okay. That happened within that segment. The thing I tweeted about was fucking glorious. Like, the fact that someone wrote that on a piece of paper and then, like, 50,000 computer nerds animated that shit. <laughs> Goddamn. Fucking just great. <laughs> All right. I think they should put that on the cover. Yeah. Goddamn fucking just great. Yeah. Just stick with it. You, you're you're going to know exactly when the final third is kicking in. And from then on, you're gold. Just go. It's it's really solid from that point on as like a Bamfcast movie of just man they just really don't care about trying <laughs> anything realistic at this point yeah. it's full bl- it's like fast five levels of just what are they doing where are they going with this oh okay yeah all right so it's got some insufferable bits to it that you've got to sit through to get to the good stuff but bam mm-hmm. once it gets good it is good okay and because it's so long It'll never be a Bamcast movie. Yeah, it's too long for a Bamcast movie. Yeah. 215. It's too long, man. Yeah. Too long. Is that it? That's it. So all I did was watch Doctor Who all week. Okay. You're awesome. I know. <laughs> Good job. Are you still liking it? <laughs> yes. I'm I'm liking it more, actually. Um Are you still in Eccleston time? Or have you no, gone? no, 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 no. I don't no, know no, where no. you are. I'm um somewhere in Deep in the Tenant. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Deep. Um that man has an amazing knack for giving the dirtiest look, like ever captured on film. Yeah, when he looks at something in disgust. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fucking good. Mm-hmm. Some solid shit. Still written by a seven year old. Yeah, oh, well, that's that's going to maintain itself. Yeah, don't worry. I hope so. Because mm-hmm. it's you're it, on board with the seven year old yeah, Doctor there, Who. It, there's just some glorious, ridiculous crap that I. Yeah. It's like, why are, okay, we're doing that. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. It's like a little teeny. Yeah, people Bamcast got all excited episode. about, you know, the fact that they're making an Axe Cop animated show. And I'm like, have you seen Doctor Who? It's yeah. Axe Cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody said, like, is there dinosaurs in a spaceship? <laughs> uh, does it have to go see the dinosaurs? And like, all right, we can make that work. <laughs> yeah. Use some fancier words. Mm hmm. Yeah, talking trash that's cans. A- they shoot lasers. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yeah, and yeah. that's been going on for yeah. six decades now or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how long. Since the invention of film. Long enough. Edison captured the yeah. first Daleks. <gasps> they did travel through time. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Illuminate. Emails. Listener correspondence. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. Nobody rang the Garfield phone. Nobody woke the Garfield phone up this week. So. Well. You're just going to have to listen to my voice. Thank God. I'll be able to sleep for, for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Only a week. After that, you will never sleep again. Somebody Are rings that phone again. Oh, God. You're just going to wait. The nightmares will start. A watched Garfield you can never rings. Clarice, can't you? you can hear the cats purring. <laughs> yes. I can't actually. I can smell your lasagna from here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Bravo. 100% Holy bravo. shit. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting that. Took my brain a minute to best figure out joke. what that was. <laughs> or best joke. Yes. Well. All right. So this, this one. Uh-huh. Try it. Wow. <laughs> this one's from Mike from Pittsburgh. Okay. Hi, Mike. It says, Dear Bamfcast, I write not to recommend, but to deter. To deter you from watching what may seem like a guaranteed multi-jocks movie, The Octagon with Chuck Norris and a bunch of ninjas. This movie is an interesting artifact of the very early days of ninja culture in the U.S. 
1985, when Pray for Death came out, ninjas were so familiar that Shokasugi's kids spend all their time watching ninja TV shows. But here in 1980, whenever someone says the word ninja, someone says, What in the Sam Hill is a ninja? <laughs> That's some sort of Jap transistor radio? Unfortunately, this movie is not much fun. Yeah, it's true. This is a 104-minute movie where Chuck Norris does not kick anyone until minute 52. And even that is just a training demonstration. Boo. It's a movie where Chuck Norris plays a cheerful, smiley guy who is always introducing himself to strangers, doesn't drink alcohol, and is wearing a freaking tuxedo for the first 20 minutes. It's a yeah. movie that is constantly narrated by Chuck Norris's internal monologue in a weirdly <laughs> echoey whisper. Yes, yes that's right. Oh. Complete total side note. Pain and Gain, six different narrators throughout the course of the movie. Really? Six. So it's like Casino, where just like all of a sudden some other character will wander in and start narrating? Six. Neat. I like that. It's great. Loved it. Keeps you on your toes. Anyway, back to the octagon. It's a movie that strongly resembles a long TJ Hooker episode where Chuck and his young curly-haired sidekick go around the streets of L.A. and keep bumping into beautiful women in their mid-30s who need protection. It's a movie with way too many characters. The ninja trainer, the ninja master, the mercenary trainer, the guy who hires the mercenaries, the fight trainer, the guy who leads the gang of thugs, Lee Van Cleef, whose job <laughs> seems to be retired paramilitary rumor monger. A ninja who looks like Spider-Man is always hissing. The first beautiful woman, the second beautiful woman, and so on. Yeah. I give it one jocks for the Spider-Man ninja, one jocks for the other stuff at the Olympic Ninja Team Training Complex, one jocks for Lee Van Cleef and his house, and two bags for the dullness of everything else for a total of one eight-sided joke-de-gon. <clears throat> Instead of watching the movie, watch Joke Conan O'Brien operate the octagon lever. And he sends a link to the YouTube video of Conan O'Brien oh. operating the octagon lever. Crash and burn, Mike from Pittsburgh. Yeah, Chuck, I saw you shaking your head the entire time I was reading this, this like, yep. Yeah, a few years ago, a buddy of mine and I went through the entire Chuck Norris filmography, and the early Chuck Norris movies are not what you want them to be. You yeah. you want them to be like this, oh my God, you know, there's this back catalog of Chuck Norris movies that are just so fucking great, and they're not. It's like, he really doesn't kick in until Lone Wolf McQuaid, and then like, once you once you watch that, it's like, Nothing else is even close to good. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that one's a little weird in that he does sort of have this, this like ninja sense where if there's a ninja in his presence, he'll start saying ninja and it echoes in his brain. It's, ninja, ninja, yeah, ninja. that's what happens. It's, it's really odd and it's never explained. It's ninja sense. Yeah. And I think he gets like a blind date killed in the beginning of this movie and it's like never addressed. Man. Like he goes out on a date, brings her home, ninjas kill her, and it's just like he goes to work the next day, like no big deal. Man, that's a terrible blind date. <laughs> it's then just again, a blind date. I mean, you yeah. can't. Bachelor number two, if I was killed by ninjas, <laughs> would you avenge me? Uh, Maybe. Does the date not go in this movie? <laughs> does the we date be... go well before that? Or do you think he was like, eh, this probably saved me having to call her back? No, I think it was starting to go well. Oh. I, he was in her house. Oh yeah, so yeah. That kind of maybe you thought cap. it was just going to be a turn and burn anyway. So. That kind of modern date, huh? Yeah, it's early seventy nine eighty, so could have gone all right. True. All right, <laughs> next email. This is from uh, Chris from New Jersey. It says hi guys. I emailed you once before, but you must have glazed over it. Oh well, it was right before your big Bond expose, so you probably were busy planning that or something. Probably or something. I don't know. Sorry, dude. My first experience with your podcast was in the form of the Water Cooler channel on YouTube, where I heard you guys talking shit about Theodore Rex. I forget who, but someone says, this son of a bitch dinosaur, that would be me, and goes on a tirade about how hateable one dinosaur is because of what he wears. That was all of us. Anyway, from that point onward, I was catching up on your library of episodes, and I've caught up to your most recent episode. Now I have to wait a week between the horror. 
So do we. I know. <laughs> every it's every week. Every for us. week we have to wait. We've been Jesus. doing this for how long? Uh, Waiting uh, between for weeks. All of our Sometimes weeks. we need it though because we're yeah. doing animation. 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 Yeah. Furthermore, I'm recommending King Solomon's Mines from 1985. This movie is right in your wheelhouse, as you often say. Attaches the trailer link on YouTube. I watched this movie and Star Crash in one night. Oh. I hope to one day hear you guys bamfcasting this movie, even though I was quite surprised how much you guys hated Star Crash. Keep up the good work. Chris from New Jersey. Hmm. I believe Did we King, hate Star? Uh, I thought we we were lukewarmish on it. Like, because like Hasselhoff was like weirdly dubbed and Christopher Plummer stops time. And, and also, <laughs> yeah. like this was, <laughs> before, I remember this that was before like the new Blu-ray came out. And I was just, like, it was a really shitty yeah, copy that yeah. we watched. Like, it was a very shitty copy. So that could have yeah. had something to do with it. But King's, yeah. King Solomon, Solomon's Minds is in our archive yeah. of, of potentials. Yeah, we've I'm sure we've we I don't got know it. if it's I'm been sure recommended, it. but I know we've we've had it on the list. Let's just say we I mean, have a very large stash of movies standing by that we will one day get to. We will be bamcasting for a very very long time yeah. if nobody moves or dies yeah, or changes stop, jobs. Or, yeah, they could stop making movies and we're oh, yeah. still fine. Yeah, for years. Yeah. But yeah, that that's a canon movie. It it, it is a oh good yep. very blatant Indiana Jones ripoff. Sold with Sharon Stone and Richard Chamberlain. Sold sold. Um. Yeah. How have we not watched that yet? How have we not watched half let's, the things? Yeah, think, there's honestly, so many, how many movies watch, can we say that about? Can we, can we watch that? We were going to watch that. It was that or Doc Savage. Yeah. Those were the two options. It was that or Doc Savage. And we Are you sure Doc it was Savage. that? Because there's also... Um, oh, what's the one that was in 3D? Like right around 84 or so. I thought oh, that was, was like King Solomon. It was an Indiana Jones wannabe. Yeah. Um, God, it came out around the same time as Metal Storm. Yeah. Um Metal stool. There's another like Indiana Jones yeah. kind of thing in 3D. Yeah. yeah, like Treasure of the Four Crowns that's, or something that's like that. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, Ooh, we you have that on VHS. <laughs> Sweet. Courtesy of uh, Green Cap. Yep. Drink. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I think we'll get to that one. Can we, we watch that instead of an animated movie next week? No. No. Fuck. No. It's animation. Animation. I said animated movie. No. There's no animation in King Solomon's Mines. Don't worry. This will be probably be the last animation. We yeah, ever... I don't think we're going to do this again. <laughs> no, we're going to do all anime next year because that's what yeah. everyone nope. apparently wants. Yep. Nope. Legend of the Overfiend 1 nope. through 4 nope. next year. Nope. nope. Shut oh, up. Oh, there were four of them? Shut I up. don't know. Shut up. Man, we Maybe should only we should... watch like the third. Yeah, we'll just that way we'll be totally lost. We'll just be like, anime. where did this giant animes. dong monster come from? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> no. Everyone shut up. Okay. All of this is not actually happening for anyone. Yeah, we're oh, not yes, watching. Thinking we might be there were serious. people I run who, things. It's happening. There were people who heard my joke and took it literally. I've seen a few minutes of Legend of the Overfiend. We're not watching that. Thank and... you. Yep. Size is way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the reason. Like tentacles long. I get it. <laughs> All right. Last email. <laughs> Emails from Jay. Says I just emailed to say sorry. Hey, Bam. Oh, well, you're welcome. It's okay. Yeah. Jay here, and I just wanted to say sorry for the first film of animation. Animation. Are you Don Bluth? As, <gasps> as a childhood fan of Don Bluth, I was well aware of Rockadoodle and should have warned you about it. Hmm. I say this as someone who unironically loves and enjoys the Wizard, Super Mario Brothers, and New Way Bowl films. Destroy every copy of Rockadoodle. <laughs> I hope the rest of animation goes smoothly, and I'm looking forward to Cuba Gooding June. Crash and burn, Jay out. Sent oh, from God. my Game Boy printer. We are too. We are so <laughs> yeah. looking forward to Cuba Gooding Jr. I've never June. looked forward to a Cuba Gooding Jr. movie more than I am right now. Oh, Chill Factor is going to oh. get five jocks because oh. it's going to come on the heels of some horrible animated yeah. monstrosity. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but it, I, I, I will say, like, our... 
No, go ahead. I was. This is going to end up being our baggiest month. Yeah, it's oh yeah, very probably. likely. Yeah, very likely. But look, but, as as absolutely fucking terrible as Rockadoodle is, it produced that animated GIF. Yep, and that is That's fine with me. That made it all worthwhile. So did it. I don't. I don't hate that movie like I do Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex can go die in a yeah, fire. Yeah, Theodore Rex is longer, so yeah. He's that son of a bitch dinosaur, but yeah. Rock Doodle was yeah. like, it was over quick and Whoopi it had Goldberg that thing at the spandex. end, so Ugh. yeah. 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 Yeah, and then I mean, we can't love everything. No. No. You know? No. no. Nothing's guaranteed. No. It's okay to recommend something we hate. Mm-hmm. People seem to enjoy those episodes, mm-hmm. so, you know. Well, here's four in a row. Yeah, all of you, <laughs> all of you who wanted us to hate something, this is your month. Yeah, uh, animation, animation. <laughs> and now BJ just has that kid on loop on his <laughs> monitor. Right I'm now. trying to figure out which one to post to the Tumblr. I'd... They're both pretty good. I'm just gonna I post just, both of them. I don't know why I missed the little slap that kid does before he does the point. That's what makes it all. He warms yeah. up. He like builds well, the and power. the look on his face where he's just like, "Fuck you, clouds." <laughs> Fuck you. Yep. Gah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's all the email we got. Okay. All right. So let's do some contact information. No, oh, do we have to? Uh, yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Check us out at bmfcast.com. Send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter at youtube.com, facebook.com, and twitter.com slash bmfcast. Or find us at bmfcast.tumblr.com. Also, check us out using Stitcher, which is a mobile app for all of your relevant mobile devices. It's us, streaming, on the go. It's easy. Also, also... So easy. Find us through iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends. Subscribe, rate, review, five stars, glowing reviews, all that good stuff. We'll love you forever. And finally, give Garfield something to do. It's been a long, slow week for him. Mm. Call him. Give us a ring. On the Garfield phone, BMFcast hotline, 9105-JOX-BMF, 9105569263. Sounds good. All right. I'll call it. You should. <laughs> what will you call it? Garfield. Garfield phone. phone. That's smart. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. Right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. <laughs>